0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind.
2: Welcome to the Version of Fantasy Football Rewind Monday through Friday, uh, Thursday we're gonna be here Sunday nights with beer and Stratford. What could be better than this? You're asking. I have no idea. For the next two hours, you can figure it out. We can make sure you got everything you got. My name is Tony Cicada. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. You can hear me from 1 p.m. to 3 a.m. every single Monday through Thursday. And of course, if you're on the West Coast, a lot of you say the Best Coast. The Best Coast. Here's the way it works. The best goes, people. You get up, you say, "Hey, 10 p.m. time to go to bed." Let's turn on the man, Tony Cicada, before I go to bed. Let's see what they gotta say. So I am up to speed and making sure you got everything you need in fantasy football week four. One game had to go, and then all of a sudden it's over after tonight's big action. Then it was over. I'll tell you right now, the big story is. Out there, the running backs, injuries. Ah, Where can we go from here? Everybody trying to get a little love, trying to get a little Dalvin Cook action. Tony, how do I get the next Bilal Powell in my league? Those are the situations there. And that's why I tell you guys time and time again, you don't have extra backup quarterbacks. You don't have extra tight ends on your roster. And you don't have extra defenses on your roster. And you try to amass as many running backs or wide receivers as you can so you can fall into something. I mean, that's the way you do it. I have a Bilal Powell on my roster. You know why? Because I don't have an extra tight end. I have Alex Collins on my roster. You know why? I don't have an extra tight end. I had a Geronimo Allison two weeks ago, and I almost fell into something there because I don't have an extra tight end. And that's the way you got to look at things. And that's how you got to do it. And that's how you put your teams together. So when you want to get fired up and you want to put your team together, and you say, Tony, 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 this is how you go about it. I go and I play in deeper leagues where we have 10 guys on the bench. There's nothing on the waiver wire. It is crazy, crazy, crazy. So we're going to cover that. We're going to cover a lot of the shows that we're on today, and we'll try to figure out where you go from there and how you go about it and what you got to do to put together a winning fantasy team. Now, you got to know, I was basically the lone wolf last week. The lone wolf. I was the only guy telling people, hey, you listen to lineup block show by DailyRoller.com, This Joe Nixon thing, I don't get it. I don't get it because, hey, he had a 18 carries the week before. It's not like he had no action. And he had 3.4 yards per carry. In that game. And Green Bay's defense is not good. And the Cleveland Browns were the middle of the pack. And he still, as we saw, wasn't guaranteed to get all the touches. It was trending in the right way is one of the things I heard today. Come on, man. I know you got to get things earlier than everybody else. But the irresponsibility is crazy. Like I hear, I heard also, he was the best talented back in the draft. No, he wasn't. He was not. Leonard Fournette, people have been talking about for two years coming out of LSU. Leonard Fournette was the guy that says, hey, maybe I don't want to play in college anymore because I'm going to be the first pick in the draft. So everything, because these shows are 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they just run out of stuff to talk about. They start talking about what everybody else is talking about. They start agreeing with what everybody's agreeing with. And you know what? Joe Mixon ain't the best rookie draft, running back. And that's why he went in the third round. Yeah, he had off-the-field issues. It's severe. And he could make the argument he doesn't belong in the NFL. I don't agree. I think, unfortunately, you know, sometimes people do horrible things, but they got a chance to rebound and do better things with the rest of their lives. It's an insane situation. But Joe Mixon... Is not a guy that is the best running back of rookie's in the National Football League. We got that. We got a whole lot more. So stay tuned right here on the Fantasy Sports Network, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We got a little Metallica going in tonight. We got the neighbors are going to call the cops. We got things going on. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind.
3: Is hey, it's Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, and I'm trying my best not to do an adequate promo. But anyway, I'm here to talk about the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's myself, Wall Street, Matt Medica, who's already done like 47 drafts, each at $400 a pop. We got the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, who's never wrong, and me, the Fantasy Executive. All I do is talk s- and win chips. So tune into the Fantasy Football Frenzy every weekday morning beginning at 9 a.m. east right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewinds. My name is Tony Sinkata, and we are here Mondays through Thursday, 1 p.m. to th- 1 p.m., 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. Absolutely getting it done. You Can also catch me in the Lineup Luck Show, brought to you by DailyRoto.com, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Monday through Friday with Dane Martinez. Also simulcasted on Dish Network TV channel 266. Hey, I'm gonna get some other opinions on this whole joe mixon situation and let's hear from the guys from the roto experts in the morning and see what the young lads had to say and of course one guy that's not so young anymore Oh, uh, we wanted to hear from them, but you know what? I don't know if the world has spoken. But they were quiet. They're very quiet yeah. men. We couldn't hear them that loud. Is that a good thing? You might ask yourself. Some people might agree. Some other people might say, "Hey, what the hell is going on, man? Can't hear the roto experts in the morning? Why did we try to quiet them? Why are you trying to?" Keep the roto experts in the morning down because these men should not be kept down. They are the people's people, they're everything we want them to be. They are life. And when you go at it like that, you have to say, I don't know, Tony. I'm just doing what I do, I'm just absolutely getting it in. And I don't know why the roto experts. Maybe it was just a higher calling. Maybe the Susmania man. And the guys. <laughs> Who knows what the heck was going on there. You ever wonder about that? Like what the hell is going on? What can they do?
1: Bad news was, this is they won you never know. And yet, Joe but it's just one of
2: those things. We hear Sussmania in the background. Greg Sussman, Susmania is the way to go. Susmania. So here's the good news. Here's the bad news. You got it, going to depend on it. I got Susmania. The Roto Experts in the morning, they're all fixed. They're all ready to go, and let's be the judge and see what they got to say about Joe Nixon. You heard Tony Ciccata's take. Here are the guys from the Roto Experts in the morning, 6 9 a.m. Eastern, right here Monday through Friday on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Cincinnati Bagels went to Cleveland, and the Battle of Ohio and destroyed them. From the opening gun, seemingly, in the second quarter, to the end, they absolutely wrecked them in getting their first win of the season. That, that's that's the good news. The bad news was, this is a game they won 31-7, and it wasn't even that close. And yet, Joe Mixon carried the ball 17 times for less than 30
3: yards. This is effing disgusting. It really is. This is, a, this is pitiful of line that you're going to see. This is the ideal game script. They go in there. They blow this team out. This guy gets 17 carries. He gets a chance with a positive game script, 17 carries to put the Cleveland Browns away. Not the 85 Bears. Not the damn Seahawks. The Cleveland effing Browns. And this guy comes out 17 carries, 29 yards, less than two yards a pop.
1: And also. Don't
3: let me be. Hold on. Don't let me. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't own him. Like, I wasn't high on him. You know what I'm saying? I can admit it. This guy, this kid right here, my eyes are saying to me, no, sit his ass on your bench. Don't start him. This is two weeks in a row of him getting the workload that we wanted. The week five breakout that we all predicted, forget about it. It's not happening. He deserves to be on the bench. You know why? Do you know why they weren't playing him early in the season? You know why he wasn't getting the workload that we thought he should have? Because he's not that good. He's not ready yet. I got the receipts. Put this kid on the bench. It's over. As far as this breakout is going to happen this year, I'm not buying it with Joe Mixon. Not doing it. The Browns were...
2: There's uh, the fantasy executive. He seems to have uh, repented. Every once in a while, you know, we go down the wrong path in life. And then we need a little wake-up call. Seems like the fantasy executive has repented. Let's hear the rest of the Roto Experts in the morning. Missing the anchor of their run defense too. Danny and Shelton this, did not play. And this play.
3: kid averaged less than one yard, le- less than two yeah. yards a pop.
2: I, he, he I'm not look, doing it no more. He didn't look that bad last week though. He didn't, he didn't look that bad last.
3: He week. He
1: averaged three and a half a pop last week. All right, Matt, you have been the one that yep. said every time Joe, every time Joe Mixon uh, was pushed out of draft boards, you're like, "This is the gift of draft season." That was your direct quote. He didn't show up the first two weeks. He didn't get the carries. You're like, "Great." I'm buying all the Joe Mixon up. Everyone to give me Joe Mixon. I will take as many shares of Joe Mixon as I can get my hands on. That was what you said. In week three, he didn't look so bad. He averaged three and a half yards per pop, as Corey and Scotty just mentioned. Here in week four, the perfect game script. Again, the they were up from beginning to end. He carried the ball 17 times and did nothing. Where are you on Joe Mixon today? Look, I have
0: sinned. Mike Mike Cardano, forgive me. We talked Joe, uh, Joe Mixon up and down this station. Look, the guy is still talented, but like Corey said, he is on your bench right now. Uh, I, I can't make excuses for him. Okay, the week before he put up 13.1 at Green Bay. This Cleveland game, this was, you know, scripted perfectly for him. We saw uh, Gio Bernard uh, have one ca- uh, take a 61-yard pass down the field for a touchdown. Look, Gio Bernard was always oh, still going to be a thing, but – even with Gio Bernard in the backfield, Joe Mixon needs to produce. Joe Mixon is a very talented player, but as Scott likes to say, opportunity and talent don't always result, uh, end up in the right result. And a shout-out to uh, money-making Mike Blewett, who pretty much warned us, he warned me too, about the Bengals' offensive line being dreadful this season. But I've seen, I've seen uh, players with bad lines still succeed in this league So I can't put it all on that. And, you know, I'm going to take right now. I'm taking the L. I would not cut Joe Mixon. That I'm going to come out and say. I would not cut the man. You have a fantasy.
2: I agree with Matt Modica. And he's repented as well. But I wouldn't cut him either. Running backs in this league are impossible to come by. If you cut Joe Mixon, it'll go for about 80% of your fab budget of whatever people are there. So do not cut Joe Mixon. And uh, let's go back to the guys
0: bench for a reason. You put him on your bench. Hey, maybe at some point this kid does pop, and you want to have him. You don't want to give him away. I want somebody else in your league, you know, reap the benefits.
2: You you know what? We keep talking about putting these guys on our bench. Joe Mixon, Amari Cooper, guys like that. What's our starting lineup going to look like?
3: It's not going It shouldn't have damn Joe Mixon in it. Because I know mine's is not. Mine's is not until I see something. Because this is a disgrace right here. Talent don't score fantasy points. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it with with him. We're hearing about him every week, every week. And don't get me wrong, I've been a guy on it too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just looking at it. My eyes are not deceiving me, Greg. This guy's not getting it done. Two yards of pop versus the Browns? Are you kidding me?
2: Wow, the fantasy executive is very vocal. I mean, very vocal. He was very vocal last week too. Um, I, I I got a feeling, and I don't know this to be a fact. I mean. A couple leagues, and I think uh, the fantasy executive is going to be two and two after uh, week four. Yeah, I think he's two and two now. The standings haven't updated as of yet. Um, so he's not having a terrible season, but the fantasy executive is fired up, man. He's fired up. Is that a good thing? Hear that? I love that. Roto experts in the music, morning music. I love it. I think they do a great job. Uh, you can check that show 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. But that's crazy, like all the love for Joe Mixon. And one of the things that I think is the problem with all the love and where you had to have gone the wrong way is that basically the other two guys are still playing. You know what? They did get 17 carries. He still got 18 carries. And in today's NFL, that's great. Like, you can take that. But what it leads me to believe is that he's on a short leash. Like, there could be a game where all of a sudden you get back to six, seven carries. Uh, that he is a guy that is not in firm control of the job. You'll listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We're here every Monday through Thursday from 1 p.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. So make sure you can fire it up. A little metallic in the morning. Knock your head off, knock you crazy been a long time since I've been a Metallica guy. Fantasy Football Rewind, battling more after this.
3: <laughs> it never gets old. All right, everyone. Two
1: truths, one lie. I was going to be on The Real World. I play the oboe and I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at (laughs) DKMS.org. Who knew we were living with a hero? (laughs) A hero who plays the oboe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore. But I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis.
2: Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. You can download all the shows if you miss them on Google, iTunes, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, wherever you get them. Make sure you tune in to that. Remember, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, we're absolutely getting it done. And remember, you're going to help us out Because we're going to try to kill blood disease, right? And we're going to do it playing fantasy football. So all you have to do is go to DailyRoto.com forward slash DKMS and get out there and absolutely get it done. So week four comes to the end. Week five gets ready. And what do you need? You need waiver wire information. Uh, let's go to Corey Parson. Let's go to Matt Modica, Jake Seely, Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And these guys break down waiver wire possibilities.
3: Baseball champion, Matt Modica, baseball champion. I, and they get so upset when we talk baseball. I'm just saying, baseball Corey champion, Parsons, baseball champion, baseball champion, NFF, NFBC draft champion. The Name of the team was Braces 2017. <laughs> so it ended up, <laughs> it ended up, it ended up getting the job done. So there you go, right there. Braces have already been done, but you know, it'd be nice to get that little comeback right there. I think. Uh, who did I, I had some good players on the team too. It was draft champion, so. I don't remember all of them, <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're on YouTube Live now. Welcome into Studio 34. I got Jameis Winston with me. I told you he was going to ball out. Matt, got it. Cam knew it with him because he said he was going to ball out. Darling all-in kid, Jake Seeley. I know he got some fun codes back there, too. I don't know what players. I got
4: Odo Beckham over my left and J.J. Watt over the right and Marcus Mariota, although he's hurt now. Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> so there you go right there.
0: I did like it better when he had Boba Fett over his shoulder. I don't see yeah, him anymore. Okay. That's, that, that's he's, cool.
4: He's still back there. There's just no room. I got to get another shelf. Yeah, put
0: Fett. Put Fett. Like he has to get some good screen time. no. Don't, don't,
3: don't tell me what to do. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry I told Jake what to do with <laughs> congrats, not, but definitely congratulations <laughs> to all the fantasy baseball champions out there. Uh, I want to give a congrats to Tout Wars mixed league champion, mixed league draft champion, uh, Rudy Gamble. He came in first place in that. Uh, dethroning adam ronis rudy gamble rudy gamble i mean he more or less ran away with it it was it was uh it was pretty it was it was It was a uh, pretty late in july i looked at the standards i was like nobody's gonna catch this dude rudy's been the runner up to ronis each of the last two years so nice to see rudy go ahead and get that w adam ronis came in fifth place this year shout out to rudy the fantasy executive came in fourth place. That's all that really matters. So there you go, right there. <laughs> Once again, Adam Ronis 500 versus me <laughs> while he pretends to dominate the rest of the. Of the uh... Somebody's going to tweet at Adam Ronis too, and then I'm just. This, this nut going to be calling me later <laughs> on in the day talking big trash. All right, let's get to the wave of water. I got a question for you. What's up? Speak. Speaking of which, just to, just a
4: random like uh, opinion in the business type of thing. Especially you guys, you're in flex. If you were in flex and you were the opponent facing somebody who woke up at 11 o'clock yesterday saying I was sick, I didn't realize Willie Steen was active. Would you mind if I switched it out? You guys okay with that? No, if you're facing, it can't that? I didn't happen. think it, was... it
0: cannot be allowed. See, you, you, this, I don't. I don't, don't are think a problem with you are adults. We are not just children. In the flex
3: league. Yeah, I don't. I, I agree. I wouldn't allow that in the Yahoo League or like yeah. you know, anything else. So it's, wait a minute. Somebody wanted. To t- somebody wanted to. Make, after the game started, if if uh, you had to keep yeah. abreast of that news, yeah, because no. it looked like Sneak could be. It could have been inactive
0: all week. Yeah, no. There was stuff he popped up on Friday saying about his hamstring. So you know, this there's there's no excuse here. What
3: what did you do, Jake?
4: I said it would be okay if the other owner said it would be okay. And what did the rest
3: of the owners say? Hopefully, no. The
4: other,
3: the other owner said no.
4: I, you know what? I, I I knew the person, and I knew they wouldn't lie about it. And the fact that they said he was sick and woke up at eleven o'clock, I just, I mean, I can okay, understand eleven, 11 gonna, o'clock. what night?
0: happened from Friday when in they the said, morning? What happened on Friday on when Sunday. they said oh, he was on the West Coast? The, West Coast, but a little bit of an Friday, he was on the oh, injury report with yeah. the hamstring. All week long, Peyton was saying, you know, he might be limited this week before he was injured because he was because of the suspension and stuff. I mean, come on, there's really no... I don't think he would have been uh, texting Jake or emailing Jake if Willie Sneed was playing and he had, like, three
3: touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do you know? I wasn't supposed to play him. No, that's not going to happen. Let's get ready to break down this wave of wire thing. Matt Medica, I'm going to ask you about Latavius Murray, but I want to ask you, percentage of fab... If Lat, if you are a Dalvin Cook owner, how much you spending in Fab on him? If you're not a Dalvin Cook owner, how much you spending in Fab on Lat Murray? Uh,
0: I mean, if I'm a Dalvin Cook owner, if you were a Dalvin Cook owner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> so a, unfortunately, I mean, I'm, I gotta f- figure. I'm trying to put this. I'm trying to process this. Trying to so see who, what other running backs are out there. That's really, yeah. if there's anybody else. I mean, I, I have to go look at this, but I'd probably say 25. percent 25. I'm. I mean, I really don't want to put twenty five percent on Lat Murray. I, mean, I don't be, blame I'm gonna me. be honest
3: with you. I, I know. No, I,
0: I think if you lost him, you're gonna have to go in that route. I mean, there aren't even guys like Smallwood's gone. Even Legarrett Blunt who popped up. Lagarde Blunt went. I think last week and won league went for like four ninety six. Yeah. So yikes. I, I think Murray's gonna go for more than two fifty. He might have four hundred ninety six yards. There's gonna be, he's gonna the rest be of the somebody season. desperate enough to make that move.
3: I think he goes forty percent to the Dalvin Cook on the all in mm-hmm. kid, maybe even more. What do you think bidding on and an, putting your waiver wire priority for Dalvin Cook – I mean, excuse me, for Dalvin Cook's replacement, Lat Murray.
4: Yeah, you're going to have to go big. I would honestly yeah. say when you say 40%, you also have to remember this time of year, 40% is not $25, even exactly. though the $100 budget. and that's. So when you're talking about percentages at this time of year, this is when I usually try to turn it to dollar amounts to just to kind of help people because it, it depends too. If you, And this is what I say. I hate putting percentages in my waiver column because – one, you could probably overspend for your casual owners because a lot of leagues aren't similar. And you have to know your league. You know your league. You know if they're going to be aggressive out there and going up to $50 for a replacement running back or if you're in a type of league where Rashard Higgins went through for zero dollars two weeks ago. So you just have to know your league. So what I would say is you probably have to go $30, $35 out of a $100 budget to get Murray when you have somebody like this because it's the next man up.
3: Jerick McKinnon, anybody interested in Jerick McKinnon? If you're interested in putting Jerick McKinnon on your fantasy team at Team league, raise your hand. I mean, like, I'll, no I'll, hands I'll put him
0: on as, as a, if I just, get him was was cheap. That like a little cheap. Like, yeah, it's like you know, <laughs> I I'll, I'll put him on, and it's not somebody I want to stop. And in a bye week, he you know might be. And like Jake said, he's going to have a week or so where he'll make a big play. He has he has talent too,
3: this guy, but it's one of
0: those things. I'm not spending a lot of money on Jarek McKinnon.
3: Jake, I noticed your hand didn't go up when it came time to add Jarek McKinnon. No, because when are you going to want to
4: put him in your lineup? Yeah. You might have to be forced to during the bye week, and maybe you can hope in a PPR league that that's the week that he hits and gets you 70 in a touchdown, but it's you're not going to ever want him in your lineup.
0: Well, I mean, did people really want Andre Ellington in their lineup a couple of weeks ago? No. I mean, all you know, oh, honestly, there was really... Nobody that wants No, to but that's them. what you're hoping
4: for. You, you can't predict those kind of games. It's, it's actually a fair comparison. I
3: right, I want to get before we get into Ellington. I'm cuz Ellington was going to be next. I want to kind of keep the order so I so I I don't get thrown off because the game is mental for me too. Alvin Kamara, there was 10 receptions yesterday. People are going to be running to the waiver wire, especially in PPR leagues. Ten or twelve teams chasing down these twelve, these, these these catches. Matt Medica, I get it. I think Kamara should be owned in all twelve-team PPR leagues, especially if you have twenty roster spots. My thing is, you're chasing Alvin Kamara on a game he's not going to duplicate the rest of this season.
0: Well, here, here's the thing with Kamara, and I stated in in the preseason that having this role, the Reggie Bush, Darren Sproles type role, is a very profitable role in fantasy, and it's somebody you want. The re- I had him in my lineup on sa- up till Saturday. I took him out for James White.
3: James and White was having a good game. No, too, James though. White.
0: I wanted up be even putting Cooper Cup in over James White. So James. Uh, but the point is, the reason I took him out was the prior two weeks he had a total of nine touches. Exactly. And I had Ingram in my lineup. But that said, going forward. Kamara has a defined role. Kamara is a guy that will be in my lineup right now. Adrian Peterson is Is should not be on anybody's rock. He he shouldn't have been drafted. He's on the bench. I got the receipt. He shouldn't have been drafted. But I own Ingram, so I'm very happy to have Kamara as well. But, I mean, Ingram still gets you that double-digit points, but Kamara seems to be
3: Peyton's... uh, you know if that favorite child i kind of worry jake about the consistency of the passes out of the backfield he's a ppr running back i've always talked about these running backs consistency with these backs are an issue i would never really be comfortable putting him in my lineup to be honest with you And that being camara yeah so
4: you're still talking about it i'm kind of confused here because i would be i'd be fine with Mm -hmm. him because he's darren sproles with the saints and we talked about it early at the beginning of the season, is that they've been looking for their new Darren Sproles and didn't work with C.J. Spiller, but now they have it. Darren Sproles, 60, 70, 80 receptions with this team. I actually think a week like this is going to happen at least two more times this year.
3: All right, I can buy that. 844-843-6879. You got waiver wire questions. Getting ready to open up the phone lines in a little bit so we can get to you once again that number, 844-843-6879. Right quick, let's get into... Well, let, let's not do that. Let's not, because I, I want to spend some more time on um, on Andre Ellington. So let's talk about Wayne Gallman. So Wayne Gallman coming in yesterday, he get 11 Yay! carries, four and a half yards a pop. Jake, I still don't think the New York Giants is the place that you want to go to to find your running backs, but at least Gallman ran with some hunger, unlike anything else we've seen from the Giants running backs.
4: Oh, well, that's uh, what I tweeted yesterday. Sometimes you can fix stupid and by forcing their hand. And the stupid thing was they finally started using their best running back Thankfully, because Paul Perkins got hurt, and I to say thankfully, I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want any player to get hurt. But thankfully, for Gallman's situation, is this is the better runner between the tackles. He could actually perform a nice compliment with Perkins. The two of them together, if they would use him properly. But as you said, part of that comes down to the offensive line, which is not going to be fixed this year. This team continues to ignore it. It's continued to want to be one of the worst run-blocking units in the league. Despite being okay in the passing game, and it's just not going to change this year. You can go pick up Gallman in a deeper league and you might have to spot start him, but I'm not going to get too excited
2: about it. Now, that's Jake Sealy, Corey. Wayne Gallman had a good game last night, but I'll tell you what, I agree with him. The offensive line is the issue there in New York, and secondly, he runs straight up. It was so weird, but he runs so hard, and he definitely has the energy and enthusiasm uh, to go in there. I play in leagues with 10 guys on the bench. There's just not enough guys out there left over. He is definitely a guy that I will be putting in a waiver wire bid for this week. So I'll probably not go crazy, but I'll be putting in a waiver wire bid for sure. Uh, I'm not going Tariq Cohen crazy. Speaking of Tariq Cohen crazy, what the hell just happened there? You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind right here on Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stay tuned for more as we come back with Wave Wire
3: action.
1: (laughs) It never gets old. All right, everyone. Two truths, one lie. I was going to be on the real world. I play the oboe. And I saved a kid's life. You definitely never saved a kid's life. I'm serious. Last summer, I donated bone marrow to a kid who had leukemia. Saving a life. The truth is, it's easier than you think. Learn how at (laughs) DKMS.org. Who knew we were living with a hero? Um, (laughs) A hero who plays the oboe.
2: fantasy football rewind right here on the fantasy sports radio network my name is tony sincata and we are here uh 1 a.m eastern to 3 a.m eastern every monday through thursday busting it down and you can catch fantasy football rewind on google play itunes stitcher wherever you get that information make sure you check it out and on sunday night so monday morning um, you'll get Joe Pisipe and Dan Stranford uh, they do an amazing job. Um, if you listen to last night's show, there's a little technical difficulties every once in a while because they had a new producer, Tony Singato was producing the show and uh, you know it's kind of like you know like when Mark Wahlberg goes on the other side of the camera and you're like, oh. What the hell am I doing here? No, I loved it. Those guys are great. I would definitely listen to the show. So make sure you tune in. They're joined by John Lobb as well. So let's go back. Let's hear some more waiver wire pickups from Corey Parson. Our guy, Matt Modica, the fantasy executive, is getting it done with Jake Seeley. Uh, Jake Seeley was already uh, told Matt Modica, don't tell me what to do. And uh, these guys are interesting. So let's listen to the guys break down waiver wire pickups week five
3: that time of week monday night football coming up tonight dc and the kansas city chiefs break that down for you a little bit later on as you know what we think we cannot predict the final score but we can get you a little something um Uh, At uh, 1 o'clock Central time today, Ezekiel Elliott and NFL will be in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. So that would be something that will keep you abreast of the situation as Ezekiel Elliott, you know, is trying to remain on the field the entire season. So obviously FNTSY Radio is the place to keep it locked for your latest breaking news. So got that situation going down with Zeke today. I want to head out to the phones right quick. Open up the phone lines before we get some waiver wire talk. 844-843-6879. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's start it with Antonio in New York. Antonio, uh, ho- uh, hopefully you want. Hopefully you're not a Dalvin Cook owner. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. No. But uh, I just want to say thank you guys for the advice. I enjoy the show, but um, I'm in a ten team PPR league. All right. Uh, and I got a question about Tyler Eifert. <laughs> he's not so, going to play again. Okay. Yeah, I know. But do you think that he's worth? Like stashing? No. Or do you think, league, no. I, no. Okay. Not at all. Do Not. You think now just out for the waiver
1: wire.
2: Guys, let me uh let me break in here. Here's the thing that I think gets lost in fantasy football a lot of times. A lot of time there's only a couple special players. Special players. The rest of these guys are just good athletes that put in a position to succeed. And I don't think Tyler Eifert is a special player. That's why yesterday's show on the line Lineup Block show, which you hear every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, right up to game time on Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I gave out Tyler Croft at $2,600 in DraftKings. And I had him on Twitter as well. Here's the thing, is that they showed... Like in the limited time that he got to play that they would throw him the ball, he would catch it. The tight end position is done well in Cincinnati. You go back and you look at New England. Everybody gets crazy about Julian Edelman. Wes Welker was the guy before. Wes Welker was traded for a second and a sixth round draft pick. Julian Edelman was the seventh pick in the draft. Danny Amendola puts up numbers when he gets there. Chris Hogan gets there. So a lot of these things are interchangeable and it's because of the offensive scheme and that's where you can look and you can get love. So yeah, if you lost Tyler Eifert just pick up Tyler Croft easy as that
3: i've got uh i've got uh like zach miller justin james
1: eric ebron do you think that i should pick up uh like which which one of these names do you think i should pick up for uh like a permanent
3: wait a minute you carrying how many yeah. carry how many titans are you carrying right now
1: no no that was my waiver wire, oh, that was on my the waiver
3: wire. i mean yeah, i'd go yeah. with
0: ebron uh, just for the upside out of, out of these names it would be yeah. Ebron James. Okay. I mean, I don't even know if you want Zach Miller. It depends upon the what's quarterback going on situation.
3: There. James is not consistent. Ebron ain't consistent either. He can't cash. They don't seem to talk him as wrong on that one. Son what, of a gun. What about uh, Tyler Croft? Anybody have an interesting? I was in him? thinking maybe Tyler Croft or Evan Ingram is somebody that I've really been impressed with. Yeah, I mean,
0: if, 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 if Ingram was on the waiver wire here, but he didn't mention him, so I don't know. But
3: ten team league, I think Ingram is the guy to go. Uh, is a guy you could look for, Antonio. If he's on the wire, I think I like Evan Ingram and somebody else too. Another tight end that's been kind of on my radar. I can't think who it is right now. So it hit come to me sometime, So there you go, right there.
0: Somebody's taking shots at Greg Sussman in the, in the chat,
3: like what Greg Sussman, Sussman carrying four tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Before I'm, I'm gonna head back out to the phones in a minute, y'all be patient. Uh, Jake, let me get your thoughts. I like I like Tyler Croft and I like Evan Ingram as my waiver wire tight ends this
2: week.
4: Yeah, Evan Ingram's been a great addition. I think Man. that's a good one to go look for. If you look at the usage and the way that the Giants are using them, they're kind of using him in that seam in-line tight end. And the options there are sometimes Brandon Marshall. He's running similar routes at times to him. So I think that he's a great – he's going to be somebody that's going to push that trend of well, tight ends not making a fancy
3: impact in season one. Yeah, I like, I, like, I like the Evan Ingram thing, Matt Medica.
0: Yeah, no, I've, he didn't mention him. But if he's on the waiver wire, yeah, definitely.
3: All right, school, school, him. mom. Maxing offense, man.
4: Corey, Yo. did you did you hear my sneeze or did you see me sneeze? I saw you sneeze.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, I was gonna say I, I, I
4: unplugged the microphone on purpose to make sure it didn't come
3: through. You worried me there for a second. It's like, how the hell did it pick it up? <laughs> no, nah, I saw you sneeze. <laughs> I, cause I peeked okay. over there at the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, Jake is sneezing. Don't go to him. Um, <laughs> Alex Collins. The Baltimore offense is pitiful, but I do think Alan Collins, Alex Collins is a guy. If you didn't add him last week, if you didn't take that speculative ad last week, I think Alex, Alex Collins, Jake, is a guy you can go ahead and add this week. You know, if you need some running back up, if you lost Dalvin Cook. Listen, he's not Dalvin Cook, but, you know, he's looked decent in a couple opportunities he's had.
4: He's looked decent, but the fact is, is Allen's still going to be the part of the passing game, and that's not where Alex Collins is going to be getting any work. And so far, the Ravens' defense should keep him in game, so you should see enough of Alex Collins, but if they get behind and they are passing more any given week, Joe Flacco wants to start passing more. He's admitted that he's been part of the problem. Uh, It's going to be Buck Allen, so it's going to be a timeshare no matter what the situation is. But, yeah, Alex Collins is at least worth a pickup in most leagues.
0: Yeah, he's worth the up. I'm. You're not excited it's, about it's this. It's Buck Allen for me. You know, in, the, in in the PPR format, I I don't know. I'm, this Ravens offense just gets ugly. It, it, it gets
3: it, it, ugly each week as, as we go on. You know why they didn't bring Colin Kaepernick into the Baltimore Ravens? Because if they did at this at this morning, mm-hmm. it have been a quarterback controversy in Baltimore. And I don't think, and I think that's something that they did not want. And they might have. They might have. They may have saw that coming. Also, did you
4: see that tweet yesterday about the Dolphins? By the way, Corey, what happened? They said, hey, look, they're running the read option in uh, the Wildcat with Jay Cutler. You're telling me
3: Kaepernick doesn't fit the offense? <laughs> well, Adam Gase and Jay Cutler, they're boys, so I can see that one, but that friendship may be on thin ice right now. Yeah, that may be. And real quick in the live
0: chat, Gmail poses the question, which I think is a good question here. I'm hoping it's the, it's the latter. Who gets a touchdown first, Julio or Pryor? So I'm hoping, who, <laughs> I'm hoping Pryor to loses. <laughs> <list> tonight.
3: <laughs> wow.
0: Julio, it's not happening tonight.
3: Wow, that's a tough. Okay. That's crazy right there.
0: Um, Any odds I get on that? I'm, I'm willing if I'm getting some
3: odds. <laughs> uh, that's kind of it. I got out yeah. Kamara. We talked no, to Alex it was Collins. A, it was a straight up question. What do we think about the What do we think about the Eagles' uh, running 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 game yesterday with Legarrette Blunt and Wendell Smallwood? Um, Smallwood for the most part got scooped above more waiver wires last week. I, I I you know when I worry about Jake, because I worry about these touches being inconsistent.
4: No kidding. Oh, yeah. Legarrette
3: Blunt had a zero in week two. That's
4: not an exaggeration. He didn't register on the box score. So to say you can put any like thought process behind starting Legarrette Blunt is just foolish. I still want Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood got that touchdown. Which, by the way was after LeGarrette Blunt got stuffed again and again and again and again, which LeGarrette Blunt is not supposed to do. You know, a lot of it came on a 68-yard run, and I'm not taking that away from him because I hate when people do that. But at the same time, to see any consistency of LeGarrette Blunt is just crazy. I'll take Smallwood because at least I know he's going to get touches every single week. Might not always be the best performance like yesterday, but his touches are guaranteed.
3: With uh, Darren Sproles out for the year, Smallwood for me. All Right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Right, quick piece of news: The Bears have made a quarterback change. They're going with Mitchell Trubisky. Sources tell at Dan Graziano, ESPN. That's from Adam Schefter's Twitter feed. Also, Bills uh, wide receiver Jordan Matthews expected to go on some thumb thumb surgery. Excuse me. Any reason to pick up Zay Jones, or is Charles Clay and Shady McCoy the pass catchers in this offense? I think those. Oh, you got to pick up Zay Jones. Yeah, yeah, but, but those that, guys are
0: still one-two. Hopefully, yeah. Jay Jones does get uh, more involved. I mean, <laughs> yep, no doubt. Zonji. Andre
3: Holmes gonna come. Jones is back on Waiverwise, but with Jordan Matthews out, it's time to go back out there and scoop him up. Let's get ready to head on out to the phone lines 844-843-6879. eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's start with DJ in Charlotte. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, DJ. How can we help you? I'm uh, starting off four. I know I'm off to nice. a pretty good start. So this question is kind of about kind of long-term depth. I was able to pick up Elijah McGuire off the
1: waiver wire uh, after sliding Rex Burkhead into the IR spot. So would you keep him and drop Riddick uh, West or Burkhead in order to keep McGuire or uh, what, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Hmm, interesting.
3: Herkes, goodbye. Bye. Yeah, I think I would drop Burkhead.
0: Yeah, as much as I love Burkhead. Burkhead should have been
3: gone three weeks ago. He's the injured guy, so I'll say goodbye to the injured guy. Jake said he should have been gone three weeks ago, Matt. Okay. That's his opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's drink, huh? Oh, hey. Hey, Corey. Two I'm weeks not a broke guy. Yeah, what's up?
4: Two, two, no, I was just saying, two weeks in a row. Oh, God, is supposed to keep getting those touchdowns. You're crazy. You didn't think that was going to. Oh, yeah. Keep trusting Patriots running backs. Everybody. And
3: then, keep then, doing it. And then oh. Deion Lewis came up yesterday. Yeah, Deion Lewis. Apologized. And vultured a touchdown of all people.
0: But uh, I believe James White put 15 points up in the PPR.
3: James White was the guy. Even even after taking an, after after being a dog last week, James White did rebound nicely. Going to be interesting to see how this Field continues to After play. Uh, out last week? He was a dog last week, James White. Uh, okay. Do we, we want to look
0: at like play? Melvin Gordon? Or, you know, Melvin Gordon's can,
3: hurt, man.
2: <laughs> They're the guys. They're getting a little feisty with each other. There's little undertones there uh, with fantasy football frenzy. They certainly don't sound like the fantasy best friends forever. I like a little debate among hosts. I don't like everybody slapping each other in the back. So I like what they're doing there, and uh, I like hearing differences of opinion. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. I will be back with a little more as we get conclude our number one. So stay tuned right here on Fantasy Sports. <laughs> Back to fantasy football rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. Things going on in the NFL that you can't forget about. Of course, injuries, injuries, injuries are always happening. And according to Pete Carroll, it looks like uh, Thomas Rawls could be back in the helm as Seattle's lead running back. Seahawks coach Pete Carroll seemed to hint Thomas Rawls will be the lead back with Chris Carson's sideline. Rawls was healthy scratch in week four. Eddie Lacey stepped up with 52 yards and 11 carries. Carroll said Lacy looked good and needs more carries to get going. But his comments on Raw suggest he seems him as the starter. With Chris being banged up, we're so fortunate to have Thomas ready to jump back out there. We're lucky just to have a guy that who's ready to go and healthy at all. Uh, J.D. McKissick are breaking out. C.J. Procise there. It's going to be a crowded situation. Um, you know what? I, I think basically any of these guys is just a flyer. Um, and you are got to keep on the end of your bench and hope one of them gets hot and you would use eventually. And that's about it. I don't have the trust to put any of them in my lineup. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Mohamed Sanu will miss two to three weeks. The bye week is coming at the right time for the Falcons, who lost Sanu and Julio Jones to a hip injury on Sunday. Jones not expected to miss any time. It sounds like Sanu uh, will miss one game. Sanu sits week six against the Dolphins. Taylor Gabriel, Justin Hardy can be wide receiver options for you. Carroll expects C.J. Procise back this week, so he'll be ready to go. And Latavius Murray, if he's going to be the guy stepping in for Dalvin Cook, he's not 100%. Latavius Murray said his ankle is still not 100% recovered from offseason surgery. Murray did say he's healthy enough to play and handle a big workload. Murray's recovery from surgery took longer than expected, so it's not a huge surprise. He's still at less than full health. It's a major concern. However, with Dalvin Cook looking done for the season, Murray is still number one ad in a crowded week on the waiver wire, but he should not be expected to be produced at the same level Cook was before the injury. If that's the case, man, we're in trouble because Latavius Murray was speculative when healthy. Now, damn, damn. That is going to be a tough call. And for all you people that haven't heard yet, Mitchell Trebinsky is now the Chicago Bears. He is the Bears' starting quarterback. Only played 13 games since high school. Then he ends up being the second pick in the draft. That's a pretty good life for Mitchell Trebinsky. He's a guy absolutely getting it done. Our number one, Fantasy Football Rewind gone hour two up next you don't want to go anywhere because if you go anywhere you're going to miss something you don't want to miss anything this is the greatest thing ever it's fantasy football rewind with tony cicada and we're going to be back busting out more from this great channel on the fantasy sports radio network 24 hours a day absolutely free so don't go anywhere we're back with more after this